Hello and welcome to Comic Solving Problems. I'm Stephen Allen. And I'm Eric McElroy. Good evening. Yay! Uh, welcome along. Get yourself subscribed to the main YouTube. You can get on there for the chats as well. This is your twice-weekly comedy show type thing where we look at the problems in the news, we look at the problems you sent us, and we sort that shizzle out, I believe, is what the young people would say. Mm. Um, if during the show you're enjoying it, spread the link around. Send that little youtube thing around, or wherever you're watching it, share it on social media. Let's get some eyes in the direction of our solutions, because, you know, we're going to be sorting out a lot of problems here. Um, also, as the show goes on, we will be mentioning that you can chuck some money in the uh, Kofi, yeah. but we'll mention that more after we've made you laugh at least once. It seems oh, rude. Shit. <laughs> Only once. After Only then, once. then we can start begging. Um, okay. Yeah, so share it around. Get ready for the begging coming up later. If anyone's actually pre-bought tickets as well, thank you to you. It's always nice to have mm. your eyes uh, in here. And I think it's time to jump in. I think I've covered all the basics. So, Eric McElroy, first problem. Take it away. Thank you very much. Yep, I think it's a, it's a tenner per laugh. Is that right? At this rate, yep. <clears throat> yep. Okay, cool. Um, yes. Uh, well, hello, Steve. Good evening, everyone. Um, this is a problem. Steve, how do you, main credi how do you maintain credibility I don't. in a very incredible time oh don't know yeah um because you know if we do something wrong these days apparently you get canceled it's cancel culture mm. um and then we've got covid so you get canceled and you get covid that's probably worse um and then there's probably in between the two things where you could get covid so you could get canceled uh which is exactly what happened to Kay Burley, the Sky News reporter, which we can see here. Um, she has been uh, told that she's gonna be off air for the next six months after she breached COVID guidelines because she turned 60 years old. <laughs> now, we're gonna see Kay in a second. Did you know she was 60? I did not know that she was uh, 60. I mean, you know, just saying. <laughs> She's got some free time. Give me a call, Kay. Um, the problem was, is that she had her 60th birthday. She's looking good for it. Um, she had a meal, and apparently in the story, there were more than the six people there. She went into one restaurant and then another restaurant, and then she went to an after party. So she broke the rule of six. She broke the rule of households. Um, you know, and she's a, a journalist. She's she's like the lead you know, one of the lead presenters on Sky News, which is, you know, if you're not from the UK, um, it's it, it's not even, Fo it's not fair to say it's Fox News because TV journalism is balanced here, or more balanced. You know, it's a big news channel. It's a big deal. She's mm -hmm. a big figure. Um, although her first statement about it seemed a bit weird. Here was this. Um, she said, evening everyone, this is right after it happened, I want to apologize to you for an error of judgment, she called it. On Saturday night, she's joined her birthday party, you know, again, we're all shocked that she's 60. <laughs> well done, Kay. Um, <laughs> in a, co a, a compliant restaurant, um, which I don't know what that means, if it's a well-behaved restaurant. <laughs> um, and she's embarrassed to say that later in the evening, I inadvertently broke the rules like three times based on more information that we've gotten. <laughs> um, she'd been waiting for a taxi at 11 p.m. to get home, desperate for the loo, briefly pops into another restaurant to spend a penny, which for non-British people, that means she took a shit. Is that what that means? I don't know. I never understood that phrase. <laughs> I don't think that means take a shit. I do think the two slash two means she had a dump, had a wee, had a dump again. <laughs> um, and she said, I can only apologize. So I don't know. We punish her for having a poo. I guess that's the question. The problem is, is that she has been like incredibly good, I think, at holding the government to account for its reaction to COVID. 
And she is definitely one of those journalists that can really lay into government ministers about the broken rules. And then we saw this especially when a government uh, advisor, Dominic Cummings, broke the rules famously earlier this year by testing his eyesight, by taking a drive to his family and just totally breaking all the rules. Here she is actually talking to the health secretary, Matt Hancock, about that. Uh, from, as you say, nine o'clock this morning, uh, if you are instructed to isolate, then okay. it's very important that you isolate, yes. Immediately? Uh, yes, immediately, because the reason is that, that you will have been in close contact with somebody who's tested positive, and so you're at high risk. What if I've got childcare issues? I mean, I love that, so. the flick of the hair. Oh yeah? Yeah, that's the rules? Like, what if I've got childcare issues? What you gonna do then? Huh? I mean, she was so good at calling these guys out. I loved watching her do this because she was a badass. She was a badass, nearly 60-year-old woman who was making these guys sweat. And she could be tough on everyone. Just have a look at this. Jonathan Van Tam uh, guaranteed that Father Christmas will be one of the first people to get the vaccine. I checked, and he's 1,749 years old. I don't think Santa wants to talk about his age, Kay. I mean, I know you're just turning 60, but Jesus, that's a bit harsh laying to Santa. But here she is trying to make sure that Santa is indeed going to get the vaccine, which we need him to because he's at a high risk group. He's also obese. Sorry, Santa, somebody's got to say it. And here she is talking about whether or not he's going to get the vaccine. So is it true? Will he get, is he one of the first to get the vaccine? Uh, well, I think on the prioritization, he would clearly be at the top of the list. Okay, so th that's a yes, isn't it, for all my younger viewers watching this? Absolutely. That <laughs> that's how much she makes government ministers sweat. The guys asked an easy, easy layup question. <laughs> Are you going to give Santa the vaccine? And the guy's like, well, I, I, I think that I, I'm so used to deferring questions. I, I, I mean, I, I want to say that we're going to try, uh, but I don't know if, you know, if there's anyone, uh, we may not believe it. And, and then she's like, are you going to give it to him or not? Oh, yeah, yes, yes, unequivocally. That's how much she makes these guys shit themselves. <laughs> I love the nervous fact, about Santa. Yeah, that he starts to try and dodge that question. But I love it that she's saying for all of my younger viewers, who in their right mind is like eight and goes, oh, I want to watch Kay Burley on Sky News. No one. Get uh, out more. I have I have to mention that I have met her. I've been interviewed with her by her on television. She was nice to me. Um, she is the size of a child. <laughs> She's only about yay high. She's a tiny person. So um, that could be part of it. But um, yeah. yeah, I don't know, Steve. I mean, she broke the rules. She's actually taken a six month suspension for this. Government ministers like Dominic Cummings, he didn't he didn't resign for ages for that. Um, Pretty Patel, she's, you know, alleged bully. She doesn't step down. I mean, do you think it's unfair that she's being held at a higher standard than people who are actually governing us when she's just, you know, a sweet little old lady on TV? I definitely do. I mean, uh, Pretty Patel, at least she did the half apology of saying, I'm sorry if anyone felt that I did anything bad. Brilliant. Yeah. But, Kay, yeah, I think it's really harsh, especially when Rita Ora just flouts the rules and goes, oh, pay flying because I definitely afford it. And, hey. Whereas for hmm. some reason, Kay Burley, look, I don't think she should have done it. I think people should stick to the rules. Um, yep. But I think it's ridiculous. She has to lose half a year's worth of work. And Beth Rigby, Rigsby and the other one who's, I can't remember the name of the guy, who's um, also taken three months off for it. Yep. And I can see that it does mean she loses moral high ground, that she can't actually say to any minister, kind of, but are you sticking to the rules? And they'll be like, mm. uh, do you want to go for dinner? Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, maybe we just have to take the rough with the smooth. I think it's unfair that she has that much of a punishment.
Yeah, but I guess how could she then be, I mean, how could she put that sass back into it? The sass that she had, it was amazing. She'd just have to get practiced at dealing with, with those annoying pot shots at that one topic. Like She mm. still has the moral high ground against these MPs for effectively everything else. Like Only if that she was being interviewed by uh, the most saintly. Everyone else, is, they're carrying other guilts with them that she can go, yeah, stop trying to take pot shots at the person asking the question and answer the damn question. So she could have yeah. done it. I don't think it's fair. So I think we can agree that anyone in media, say comedian uh who's on television sometimes or on youtube sometimes we don't have to follow the rules um i think we should follow the rules but if we break them i don't think well i mean what you're gonna do make us not work for six months that's my <laughs> next six months so we'll still be here we so bless her 60 years old though i mean Damn. <laughs> um, into the comment section. Well, there's us. We've worked out that if you're on the YouTube, if you're on the official YouTube, we can comment in the comment section. Oh. You can comment. Yeah, we can comment to each other. Um, and Chris says, evening chaps. Brit's watching as well. Evening all. Hello. Navman says, Kay Burley down in the dumps for being dumped for taking a dump. That's the headline <laughs> that no one knew they needed. Um, I can't read all of Mark's uh, comments. I'll let you take that one as well. I think that's right think after that. Uh, does just end on the dot dot dot. So still oh, meant right. that he got the vaccine before William Shakespeare. Um, William Shakespeare. Means Santa versus Will Shakespeare. Yeah. Well, but no, William Shakespeare got the the second dose. You, oh you've yeah. You've seen the news, haven't you? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The fact that the second is a British man who's in his what late eighties named William Shakespeare. Yeah. I mean, surely they should have had the good sense to say, could you just sit this one out for a while? I'm sorry, I know it's meant to be random, but all of the news stories are going to be about your name rather than the vaccine. So who's, yeah, who's next? Harold Shipman? Damn it! Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but famous names. I mean, I had a friend in high school or college who was named Timothy Leary, which Timothy Leary was the most, he was the person who kind of made acid a thing in America, but he was the most pure Catholic schoolboy you've ever met in your <laughs> life. So uh, his parents thought people had forgotten about the, the 1960s Timothy Leary, but no one had forgotten about that person. But no one's so going to forget they... about William Shakespeare as well. The bigger question here is if you're Mr. and Mrs. Shakespeare, well, this guy's in his <laughs> 80s, so like, you know, 80 years ago thinking, let's call him William. Why do that to a child? Why? Because they could have called him anything Shakespeare. But I mean, if your name is Shakespeare. No. If your surname's Hitler, you don't go with the what? obvious first thought. You he definitely go root B. You can't have Gary Shakespeare. You could definitely could. Because <laughs> imagine being called William Shakespeare. You will never going to live up to the standard of your own name. Kind of like, oh, William Shakespeare. Oh, which one do you mean? Maybe the infamous playwright or the third grade teacher or whatever the hell you've got. Bless Shakespeare him. didn't write any of that stuff anyway. It's all a lie. Um, Chris has said, um, for my younger viewers, seriously, he was offended by that as well, uh, from Kay. Um, Mark's also said, no wonder he had trouble with Santa. The minister is a Tory, so the idea of someone giving things away is just so socialist. <laughs> Ah, excellent. Brilliant. And so you can keep the messages coming through as we plow on through the topics. Where's the? Let's get that one right there. And if, yep. Yep. If you're enjoying the show, uh, you're getting some value out of this. You could very much help us out by funding the fact that, very much like Kate um, Burley, we are not working for the next <laughs> whatever you know six months. So chuck some money in the pot. It would very much help us out. Maybe um, we should fill in for. Her. I'm available uh, every I'm available. morning. Yeah, every we morning. are definitely available. Yep. Um, all right, on to the next problem. Hmm. I, want to talk, I want to talk um, politics, I want to talk Brexit. 
Ugh. And I know the last time I tried to talk politics, I kind of went off topic a bit, and you ended up at the end of it saying there, was, there were a lot of Nigella jokes in there. I was trying to that. do a serious story, and we ended up, I think just like someone in the news had said something that sounded stupid, and I said, well, if you want to hear someone else who said something stupid, did you see Nigella and play this clip? Right. I have given my licorice box a bit of an international refit. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, but I'm not going to do it this time. I was as tempted as I am to have another go at, at, um, at Nigella. I want to talk about what's happening with the Brexit shambles, the Brexit mess. Uh, front page of The Independent, Johnson fails to secure Brexit concessions. Uh, there's a headline that happened just recently, Boris Johnson saying no deal is likely. You know the negotiations are not going well when the person you're negotiating with turns up wearing a face mask of the European flag. <laughs> oh, that is playing hardball. Um, so look, it is so late in the day now. We're nearly at the end of the year. This is an absolute mess. And people have been saying, where's the oven-ready deal now, Boris? Oven-ready is too late. We don't have time to put it in the oven. We'd need a microwave-ready meal. <laughs> and if you want to hear someone say the word microwave very strangely, you need to watch Nigella. A bit of milk, full fat, which I've warmed in the microwave. What? <laughs> <laughs> The microwave. <laughs> Posh people, man. I, every time I watch her, I, I can't understand it. I like that. I, I am still convinced she is losing the plot live on TV. That TV show, Cook, Eat, Repeat, is just watching someone having a breakdown in real time. Um, in the same episode, she also said this. My potatoes are beckoning me, but then potatoes always beckon me. Have those potatoes told you to do something you don't want to do? <laughs> do those potatoes tell you to kill? Because she's got knives, so we need to be asking her these questions. Um, so anyway, yeah, um, if you want to know about microwave things, she says... So I've warmed in the microwave. Microwave. <laughs> and what, I, what bothers me about that is that posh people go around as if somehow we common northerners don't speak properly. Like, oh, I, I think you'll find it's pronounced mm. restaurant. Is it? Well, like, I wonder how you'd pronounce it with a broken nose, because we're about to find out. Uh, why? I don't know why they presume that if we say bath, oh, no, you're getting it wrong. Whoa. These posh people go around and pronounce things like microwave. Posh people think that their surnames are pronounced Coburn and Ramsbotham. No, they're not. Cockburn, <laughs> Ramsbottom, shut your face, you posh git. Um, so, bearing in mind we're dealing with... The microwave. The microwave. I've realised, mm. as ever on this show, it's no point just being angry bloke about it. Turn and face the storm. Use it. So, because I'm not getting many people watching my spin-off YouTube show, Cooking with Steve, because we've done a lot of sketches that are yeah. cooking-based. So now I'm taking on some of that advice from Nigella, and she has now informed my latest episode of Cooking with Steve. Hello and welcome to Cooking with Steve. Now today we won't be using the microwave, but you will need a conventional ovine. For the bread, you'll need access to a toaster, and for the drink afterwards, the cafema curd. All of that after I've hated myself for talking this way, so stab myself in the tongue with this kinefe. Thanks. Posh people, man. Posh people. Honestly, it, she looks like micro microwave. You can kiss my back CD. That's the only thing I've got to say on that. <laughs> You've gone posh. Yeah, I've gone posh. I sound posh. Yeah. Flipping posh people. You've gone posh. So that was still not about Brexit. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, um, good point. Well made. But I think I'm, a, <laughs> I'm dealing with the serious issues. Yes. And to be fair, you were more coherent in that British uh, or that Brexit <laughs> conversation than uh, the prime minister was today. Yeah. With our Australian style deal, which I explained to my wife is no, no. fucking deal. <laughs> so good. So, isn't it? What a great euphemism. Yeah. So Australia means nothing. Um, yeah. I've never watched her show. I, I had never watched a, a full episode of anything until this latest series. And she was mm. in the news for using um, a banana peel in a recipe. Okay. And I thought, okay, you know, she's doing it to get in the papers and yeah, whatever. Mm. And I started to watch the episodes because it was on. I was like, oh, let's watch one of these. And I then just started to realise, nah, she's losing the plot. She's eating banana peels. <laughs> she's talking to her flipping potatoes. Losing the plot. Everybody's huh? had a hard lockdown, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> and when you're that posh... It's even harder. Um, right. We'll take a look at the comments. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. It's right there. Um, scrolling back here. What have we got back to? Uh, I can say that Jack says, I once met someone called Bruce Slee. How could the parents do that? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> You've got to blame the parents. Uh, Britt says, at least, at least the, the second person to get the jab wasn't Mr. Ben Dover. While well, we ram this needle in your butt cheek. That would have been great. Classic. Bend over. I just, one of my sisters, the one who's no longer with us, once went to a doctor who was called Dr. Payne. And you just think, <laughs> no, again, change your name. How do you not see the problem with the PR? Yeah, they must um, enjoy it at some level. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Sal says, my fave Shakespeare is Wayne the Weird Shakespeare. Exactly. You see, you don't have to be called William if you've got the surname. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so, but Gary Shakespeare. Um, uh, Martin's asking us if we'll be bringing this show to Edinburgh next year. Uh, we haven't talked about it yet, Steve. No. Uh, what you thinking? We did this year, technically via the internet. Technically, but if yeah. there's an actual Edinburgh, I mean, maybe I don't know. Give it a maybe. Have Kay Burley ask us that question in six months' time, uh, and then we'll answer it properly. Um, yeah, and if you contribute to the show, then we might be able to afford it. But um, I think next Edinburgh it will be virtual as well. Maybe, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet that right now. I I'll don't bet that think... whenever you donate. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, there's no way I could actually afford it right now because the cost of Edinburgh, and if the costs are the same, but with none of the audience, yeah. no. Okay, I think I we'll sorted that one out. I think, yeah, based on the fact that they've already not had as many vaccines come through as they promised they would come through. And yeah, it's not going to happen. Let's see. Those potatoes control Nigella. They give her the evil eye. Brilliant. Do you know what? There should be more. I always love an eye-based joke when it comes to potatoes. Mm. I love it. It's a great phrase. They've got eyes in them. That kind of, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That reminds me of Granddad. I love uh, potatoes have Uh. eyes. But Chris came in with one as well. So Mark and Chris there. Uh, Chris said, are the potatoes giving her the uh, giving her the eye? So Mark beat you to it, though, Chris. Yeah. Although they say snap. Yeah. Well played. Everyone loves a potato eye joke. I'm all for it. Uh, <laughs> this is a great way to spend an evening watching people. Uh, watch, watching people you to laugh at. Hang on. Get confused. <laughs> this is a Can't great read. way to spend an evening. Watching people you to laugh at Nigella all live on YouTube. <laughs> on you. uh, I think that's meant I to be. See what he's trying to say. Yeah, like yo to be, but the first <laughs> bit got confusing as well. Oh, sorry, that's all my fault. It's been a long week. I've been. It's been a long week. Well, uh, says there's there's not enough mulled wine in the house for me to ever say 
Microave, and that's even on the strong pain meds. I shouldn't drink them. Brits, <laughs> no, don't drink on the strong. Send actually, what you should do is send the strong pain meds, um, and we'll sort them out. Just yep. send them to us. And then another comment before we uh, crack on. Chris says, oh, "Was that an oyster shucking knife, Kanife?" <laughs> um, no. But it looks a bit like one, doesn't it? So I'm not that posh. Imagine if the whole rant that I just did was flipping posh people. Don't posh people. And posh people can't even speak properly. Have you seen my oyster shucking knife? <laughs> I'm not socially climbed that much. Don't you worry. No, you have not. I can say that, yeah. having known you quite well. Um, right. Uh, problem number three. Problem number three. How do you solve a problem like 17 attorneys general? Oh, I love that when you do the plural on attorneys. Oh, that's nice. I just think that's what that's what I. To be fair, I could just scrap the news story and talk about what is that such a weird phrase when you have one, you have two, you've got one attorney general and another attorney general. You put them together. Shouldn't you have two attorney generals? No, because they are attorneys and they are general. They're just general attorneys. <laughs> they're general so attorneys, they're, so they're general attorneys. But they're the top attorney in the state, and in the there, there's oh, there's only one attorney general in the U.S., so there's, he's the head. He should really be the attorney admiral. But then, but you'd still be attorneys admiral if you had more than one of them. It's like that episode of Star Trek Voyager when there are two versions of Ensign Harry Kim, mm. and um, uh, Janeway refers to them as. And no, I think it might be Tuvok. Tuvok's kind of get the grammar right. It says Ensign's Kim instead of Ensign Kim's. Uh, anyway, that's not what the story's about. Basically, there's 17 attorneys general yeah. and Donald Trump who are now suing the, the rest of America. Um, here's the headline. Uh, Trump and 17 states back Texas in a bid to undo his election loss in the Supreme Court. And this goes off the back of Trump actually sending a tweet with just one word, overturn, which means you can't overturn an election you won, Donald. So that it means you're admitting you lost. Yeah. You're a loser. Um, but basically what these states are doing, these are states that Trump won they are now suing the states that Trump didn't win to say that those votes shouldn't count. And then Trump would become president. Wow. Which is true. I mean, if you remove the states and you remove the votes that you didn't get, you'd a winner. Mm, nice. I mean, he's not wrong. You can't say Trump is stupid. You can say he's a fascist, <laughs> but you can't say he's stupid. Um, now. The thing is, look at can you bring a look at that headline again? What I like about that, that's in the Jakarta Post, as in <laughs> this is worldwide news now, which is what makes this so terrifying. Because normally America likes to say like, uh, we're the best democracy, and you should do what we do because we're the bestest. I mean, England says they're old and stuff, but whatevs, like we're the best. But the rest of the world that we normally lecture, it's basically they're they're K America has K burlied itself. <laughs> That should be a thing now. That's yep. going to be a thing, isn't it? Thoroughly burlied. Yeah, you burlied. You burlied it. Um, now, the thing is, as, as we've already discussed, you've got all these attorneys general from the 50 states, but there is only one attorney general. There's only one leader, right? There's only one ring to unite them all. This, The guy who's the attorney general right now, his name is Bill Barr. He was picked by Trump. He's been very much Trump's loyalist. He's done everything. Here's a little bit more about Bill Barr. Bill Barr, President Trump's attorney general and loyal ally, America's top prosecutor, 
and a champion of conservative values. Now, if you've ever watched any American political ads, you know when the voice is doing that, that it's building to something where it's definitely going to flip that shit on its ass. Because what has Bill Barr done, the guy who's in Donald Trump's pocket? Well, this is what he's done. Now, Bill Barr agrees. The election was fair, the results accurate, saying he, quote, has not seen fraud on a scale that could have affected a different outcome. <laughs> your man that you had in the pocket to solve everything and to investigate everyone, he ain't your boy no more. And uh, that's not gone down well. There's rumors that Donald Trump is thinking about firing Bill Barr, um, even though he might not have that much time left in office unless he overturns everything. Um, and that has not gone down, down well in Trump world. Trump's not happy. One of his biggest supporters on Fox News, Janine, she's not happy either. Here she was this weekend. And you, Mr. Barr, are so deep in the swamp, you can't see beyond your fellow reptiles. And you are not the exceptional leader needed at this exceptional time in history. You know what, Bill Barr? You can't see nothing. You trash. I don't believe in you, Mark. You broke my heart. <laughs> well, she's, you know, she reminds me of someone. Who was it? Who was it she reminds me of? We have it here. The, the, poll, book, the poll book is completely off. Completely off. Off that by 30,000? I'd say that poll book is off by over 100,000. <laughs> I say that poll book is off there. Every hen night's got one. <laughs> Oh, God, I could listen to her all the time. Now, they're not happy with Bill Barr. I mean, what is it? All of Trump supporters now just sound like they're pissed. Um, <laughs> and he doesn't even drink. Such a weird thing. Um, if you've forgotten about her, she was the one testifying on um, Donald Trump's behalf. And and that was the moment where I think it was in that clip where Rudy Giuliani was even running it over to tap her on the shoulder to be like, mm, too much, sweetheart, <laughs> which I think is what Judge Janine needed the other night. Um, Melissa Cal Calrone, that's her, that woman's name uh, who we showed there, she hasn't got away. She got featured on Saturday Night Live. I'd love to be on Saturday Night Live, um, making fun of her. Um, and But she's not going away because she was sitting next to Rudy when Rudy was allegedly sick with COVID because he, you know, he was diagnosed with COVID just a few days later. Now, normally, what happens when you're around someone who has COVID, Steve? What are you so supposed to do? Meant to self-isolate. Well, what's Melissa done? You can see here, she's refused to self-isolate. I mean, of course she has. She thinks dead people are voting and the votes for uh, for Biden were imaginary. Why would she believe in COVID? Wow. It's so almost like she's a massive dick. <laughs> she'll only get tested if one American news network, which is the right-wing version of Fox News, or Trump tell her to. Imagine being so safe. special that the only person you'll take um, rules from is the president. Yeah, but she's safe, I think, because both her and Judge Janine, when you have that much alcohol in your blood, <laughs> COVID it's can't infect you. Bleeding hand gel. <laughs> there we go. Attorneys general. Yeah, there's a message in there about actually. Who's the. Um, we did get a message saying 17 attorneys general. Uh, it's like the new version of um, 12 Days of Christmas. I did think about trying to do something off the back of that, but uh, Mark, I was lazy. Yeah. Hey, these uh, the song ones take ages. They and, take uh, ages. And the, just what? Don't have that. 
then you end up just looking freaky like you're doing a version of nine to five which by the way side note the lady who is performing there's a dolly parton impersonator uh, mm. who's doing this the dolly show in piccadilly and you know it's like the world famous dolly parton impersonator somehow now uh as found me on twitter i think it was it mark who actually replied to one of some comedian's song which the dolly parton show singer was in and then she sent a message saying like oh you're, you're the guy from the mash party thing and then there was a, a gap when she said oh i've just watched your nine to five video <laughs> and then another one where her comment was right, this is the only comment she gave about my version of nine to five you could have shaved I mean, I've I've received some some slight praise in the past. I've been damned by slight praise, but I've never just had. You could have shaved. Could have shaved. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly right. I could have that's done, it. and it probably is the only thing to talk about uh, that video. There we go. Um, have you not tried the Thames oyster, Steve? I haven't actually. Well, because I know as you come, if you come in on the Thames, the the region that has brackish water is apparently great for oysters. What do you mean of? I've left my working class roots behind, but I've never tried one now. Is that like the Blue Oyster in the uh, Police Academy? It's very much like the Blue Oyster Club, yeah. Yeah, bum, it's bum, different. It's bum, different thing. Um, let's see. Martin says, you know you've lost the argument when you start a sentence with, it's like that episode of Star Trek Voyager. <laughs> hey, never. I rewatched Voyager <laughs> in the first lockdown. I'm most of the way through Next Generation in the second lockdown. It's all good. It's all going in. What? <laughs> I tried. I started to. I couldn't. It's just too. It's too old now. Do you know when we finish the show, show tonight? I'll tell you what I've got to watch. Next mm. episode of Discovery. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I got to get into it. All right. Um, what have we got here? Mark They're holding says, up the Jakarta fence. Go for yep. it. Oh, uh, sorry. Go on. Go for it. <laughs> Mark said they're holding up the Jakarta fence. Um, I don't know. Because the news source that you had. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mark says, when the yuppies moved to South London, they started calling Battersea... Oh, it's very difficult to read these out, isn't it? Bat-er-sea-ar. Uh, Clapham, uh, Clapham was Clam, and Streatham St. Reetham. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, Brit says, I'm just off to make a cuppa with my ket-tel-wheelie. <laughs> <laughs> what a, what a great thing to do let's have a, a thing where people message in almost illegible things and we have to try and read them on a live stream <laughs> i can't even read the things that are legible uh he only uh, so sal says he only hired bill barr because he thought he was bill burr <laughs> yeah william could be william shakespeare that's got to uh, be a tough booking to fill uh, it, sh it shows you have logic beyond the stars says mark when it comes to quoting the voyager i agree i agree Whatevs. Whatevs. Uh, let's have a look. Um, oh, yeah, Mark said, so yeah, it was her version of Jolene, which actually, to be fair, was a better um, pun than I came up with. When we had, we knew that Dolly Parton funded a vaccine, she did mm. a version where the word vaccine and Jolene rhymed and were replaced. Yeah. And I went off down some alleyway of researching nine to five. And she shaves before performances, so it helps. Well, we don't know <laughs> if she, we don't know that. Should That's it be seen. Keatley? Uh, the Keatley. Ah, I shall pop on the Keatley and have a cuppa. And Jack says that it, 17 Attorneys General could be a rugby song, <laughs> which may or may not. I mean, you're you're asking, the, uh, do you know what a rugby song sounds like, Steve? The, the things that people sing when they watch rugby. I'm, I'm aware of sports just because... 
<laughs> That's a very big response. Kay Burley would not let you get away with that response. You They're the it. songs that you sing at rugby. Was that doesn't she, tell me anything about the songs. What's she going to do about the, it? She's at home for six months. <laughs> She's going home in a but Anyway, is that a rugby song? <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, okay. oh, if you're enjoying the show by any stretch, chuck some coins in our pot. It would really help fund hmm. the various. And what's the latest goal? Because on Kofi, there's a goal of. Oh, yeah. Let me see. We do have goals. Uh, hold on. I forgot what it is now. That's how close it is to our hearts. Uh, we but change it, really it up. It is appreciated. We just don't pay attention to it. The next goal is um, a new stretch trousers. Uh, yeah. Because it's been a long time, a uh, long lockdown, and now um, we're starting to get the occasional live gig, and we do need new, slightly bigger clothes. Mm. Yeah. So can you help? Awkward. Yeah, I'm going to go back on the diet again because I've got a gig in like two weeks, and I'm just going to be too fat on stage. Because here, perfectly mm. fine. Look at that. This yeah. jacket don't fit, but no one's asking me to close it. Me. Nope, I ain't standing up right now. Yeah. You don't want to see what I got on. Um, right. So, uh, yeah, it took some money the pot will be appreciated. Keep spreading the word. Keep sending some messages. Onto another problem. Here we go. And I say another problem. I'm going to have a proper go at it this time. I want to try and talk about the EU. And I'm going to avoid the night. Don't mention the Nigella. I'm going to try and talk about the EU. So, mm -hmm. same headline again. Johnson <laughs> fails to secure Brexit concession. I tell you, when you're going to negotiate with someone who's got their mask that's the European flag. Okay, I've already done that one. So, yeah. instead, why don't we look at the front page of the Telegraph. This might be my favourite picture that any newspaper's ever used because it looks like a publicity shot for a Richard Curtis rom-com. <laughs> she was the president of a council he was trying to leave, but something kept bringing him back this fall. <laughs> that would be a great film. I've watched He goes bumbling, being all British. They have some sort of romance. Um, but seriously, it looks like it's turning into a massive mess, and it's going to cause us problems. We can't just sit here and laugh at it, because the uh, eye tells us that food costs could rise by almost £60 a month if we don't get a deal. Oh yeah, because we that's fine, we can all just stomach the extra 60 quid, given that no one's got any work and food's already mm. expensive enough. Uh, while we're talking about food, front page of the mirror today, <laughs> they're stockpiling. Tesco is stockpiling in case of a no deal, which shocks me. Tesco, if you're watching, and I know you're a big fan of the show, hmm. how have you not already stockpiled for lockdown one, <laughs> lockdown two, and the 15 other deadlines that were missed to do with Brexit? If you've not stockpiled by now, what have you been waiting for? This spare room that we broadcast in, over there, it's mainly on this side, tinned goods, that side, toilet roll. Which, when you look <laughs> at them both all in one, you kind of think like, oh, it's just the two ends of the same story. Hmm. Like, you're in a tin now, but you're going to end up over there next to that thing. Um... So also, here we go, From this is a, the app that I have of the Metro. Britons could face travel EU uh, an EU travel ban. And what I really like about that story is it's nice to get a headline where you're not really sure if it's a COVID story or a Brexit story. <laughs> I don't know. Like It could be either. It's the two biggest stories. They're both impacting our life. Which one is it? Well, turns out a little bit of both. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Because we leave the EU... The COVID rules means that we might not be able to get into uh, Europe. I like that. It's like a mashup. It's like a crossover episode. Hmm. Like when some character from Cheers travels to Seattle to see Frasier. It's like, oh, it's a crossover one. It's quite nice. <laughs> um, but it is an absolute mess. I can't believe we've got to this stage. We were talking before we came on uh, on the show on air, if that's what you call this, about well, we'll both be on radio and stuff in the future talking about this. And I wouldn't have minded as much if the narrative was always probably not going to get a deal. 
But mm. we were lied to. We were promised it would be the easiest deal. Oven-ready deal and the easiest trade negotiations ever were the two things, the two narratives that came through. So when I was stood there, filling in my little form, thinking, shall I vote to leave or remain? Well, the Leave people say we'll definitely get a deal. I like deals. If you tick that, you were lied to. And now they'll move the goalposts and they'll say, well, it was never going to happen and we don't need one anyway. That's not... Still, I would would be perfectly happy in having lost a referendum if the other side were actually honest about it, rather mm -hmm. than had some spin on it. So, while I'm being angry about this, to find out more, I'm joined by a Brexit MP. Hello. Hello, Steve. You said it'd be the easiest deal ever. You were wrong, yeah? No, we, we weren't wrong. This is the easiest deal in history. Then why hasn't it been done yet? Well, um, it's because the Europeans haven't gone along with everything we asked. If they would have just acquiesced to all of our demands, we could have had this wrapped up in no time, in the oven, gas mark six, bish bash bosh, everyone's eating brie. That's not really how deals work though, is it? But if it would have gone like that, it would have been the easiest deal in history. Besides, we don't need a deal with Europe. Uh, we can have deals with other markets. And how are those coming along? Mixed bag. Uh, some of them don't want to go along with everything we're asking. So, yes. Um, what are the EU doing that's causing the problem right now, then? Mm, yes, the EU are being um, intransigent, refusing to break some of their red lines. And are we going to cross our red lines? I don't think you know what a red line is, Steve. It is something that we simply cannot cross. Read a book. And, and besides, we simply have to deliver on what we promised during the election. That we get a deal? Yes. And are we going to get a deal? No. But it's not as easy as that. You just said it was the easiest deal in history. Um, we, we seem to have a bad line. That's what you we're dealing with. Him. I cave early myself. Is <laughs> <laughs> that what you do in your free time? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's what we do. That's what we do with our spare time here. Uh, brilliant. Um, yeah, I think it's it's I think it's clear. I think what you know, they, they said we get a deal, and we don't get a deal. It's just like every promise my parents made. <laughs> um, in the message section, <laughs> we go. Mark says crossovers like when Reginald Barclay was in Star Trek Voyager. That wasn't just one episode as well. He was in it for a whole strand. He's the reason they get back because. Yes, originally he was the nervous Reg Barkley in uh, Next Generation. He's nervous apart from the episode where he gets that extra super-powered brain. But, yeah, he's on Jupiter Station. Eventually he finds a way to use the array to send messages. Beautiful. It's a different show, Steve. Um, oh, here's the message. Hi, Kay Burley here. Just to say I'm watching, gents. Always watching. Nice. She does have time on her hands. If it all kicks off, I'll call Nigella. She'll go. I'll pretend to be a potato and tell Nigella to go and kill. Uh, yeah. uh, let's see. And your Mark says, and you're worried about your suit, Steve. I'm guessing this is aimed at you. Johnson looks like he grew out of it 15 years ago. Oh, I know it's such a costume for him, isn't it? It's just like the dishevelled. I don't get the 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 dishevelled the hair and the suit. It doesn't. I don't get it. It seems to work. He's doing better than I we guess. are. Um, what? I don't. I don't think so. Not based on the pound. Oh yeah, but we're asking. We're asking for pounds in a charity pot. <laughs> <laughs> he stood there, a big mess. Going, oh, no deal. He's going to be fine either way. We're going like it's really challenge. You can put a quid but, in our little web link. It really help. 
Kofi works with all currencies, though. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, Chris says, I could never get my head around his character. He will always be howling Mad Murdoch from the A-Team. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was difficult. <laughs> uh, so there we go. Um, what other messages we got coming in here as well? Uh, uh, the I think we're up to date with... Diff oh, yeah. Mark says, I think Mitch Ben summed Brexit up perfectly. Check out his song, Suck Your... And then there's a bleeped out word. I don't know why I said suck. Sorry. Uh, own your something. Because <laughs> I, <laughs> I was trying to guess which swear word begins with an S. And suck your shoe? I'd got down to the, the poo one, and then I thought suck. And then <laughs> I, I like that as a phrase. You know what? Why don't you go suck your own shit? <laughs> uh, I think my kids can hear me doing this show. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's the education they've always needed. Yes, I think we're getting towards the end. Uh, we are back uh, next Tuesday, aren't we, Steve? Uh, yeah, back next Tuesday. I've oh, just seen on Twitter as well, because oh, our tweet things are up there. Oh, yeah. Uh, ben, in fact, let's try and see. Can we go on comment cam so I can read some of these? Comment cam. Uh, ben says, a microwave is just what they call it in Ikea. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> nice. But he's actually written microwave with, like, umlauts over some of the vowels, diureses or whatever. <sighs> Good. Nice. Can, can you do that on Twitter? Yeah, yeah, you got to search for the uh, for the dots to be able to do the microwave, um, but it's doable. So like coffee, <laughs> the the cafe McCur. Um, right, and uh, are you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing live gigs. I am doing a live gig this weekend. Two really? live gigs potentially. Blimos. Um So where where are your live gigs? Uh, Covent Garden Comedy Club uh, in central London, and then uh, the Bearcat, which is apparently sold out because. Um, Tim Vine is on. Yeah, and they're also only allowed 30 people. Four people. <laughs> in the pub. Um, uh, no live gigs for me this weekend. I did one last weekend, yeah. and I've next weekend I've got two, which I'm terrified about. Ooh. Um, but I'm on talk radio tomorrow um, arguing about Brexit, which is why I did all the research for today's show. So I happen. <laughs> I, I bet Julia's going to be happy about Kay, though. That'll be interesting to see what she has to say about that. I think that'll be a tricky one because I think we'll agree because I, I don't think she should have stuck to the rules but I'm sure everyone on that station is saying that she shouldn't be punished in any way but then they don't like Sky News because they consider Sky News to be yeah. too left wing and Remainy <laughs> it's neutral in a news anyway um, right but we will be back here Tuesday at 9 o'clock in the UK yeah. or whatever time it is wherever you are yeah. we do different times Get yourself subscribed. Um, Please. Oh. Yeah. And, it, and it, we appreciate everybody that bought us a drink tonight. So there's been a few come through. Um, but if you can't do that and you're enjoying the show, subscribe to the channel. Tell people about the channel. Watch all of our old shows on the channel. Um, uh, come around the house with a mask on. Mm -hmm. And no, no, don't do that. I went too far, didn't I? Yeah. Speaking of so, going too far, have you seen the comment from Mark? We're back to yeah. Eric's Willie again. What? <laughs> it's I been a while. Willies. It's been a while since Eric scheduled, programmed in nudity into the show. <laughs> no, there hasn't been any. For, I mean, it's not that there's not been any ever. There's not been any for a few weeks now. All right, Tuesday. I'll, I'll work on <laughs> something. Now look what we're into. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah, I think we're up to date. Till next time. <laughs>